This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Let's take a second to thank today's sponsor, Anchor. Anchor is by far the absolute easiest way to make a podcast. And when I say easy, I mean easy. First of all, it's completely free and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit right from your phone or your computer. Best of all, with Anchor, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. So the possibilities are endless on what you can create. Whether you want to create a music analysis, your own radio show, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something that the world's never heard before. Anchor will even help publish your show to Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. Oh, did I mention there's no copyright on the songs? Yeah, it's that easy. You guys want to start a podcast that includes music, or you guys just want to start a podcast in general, get started by downloading the free Anchor app or going to anchor.fm. And if you need some inspiration, you can head over to blog.anchor.fm slash music from some more idea starters. Thank you so much, and let's get into the episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Real Real Podcast with me, Natalie Barbu. Today's episode is a fun one because it's the first time I've ever interviewed two people at once. So I am interviewing Sienna Mirabella and Emily Duong, and they are the hosts of the Young and Ambitious Podcast. So if you guys are looking for another podcast to listen to, then I highly recommend their podcast, Young and Ambitious. They talk about productivity, being just kind of like a girl boss, and it's a great podcast to listen to if you guys are feeling unmotivated and looking to get motivated. I feel like that is such a great one, and if you guys are coming from their podcast, welcome to the Real Real Podcast. I'm so excited to have you guys here because I actually just did an episode on their podcast, so if you guys want to check that out, you guys can totally do that too. I loved this podcast episode because I interviewed two girls that are very different but yet so motivating and so incredible so emily is a business owner she has her own figure skating dress company so she started out on ebay and created her own um i guess clothing brand really for figure skating which i think is so cool she graduated from college she's getting a sales job so she's working in like a corporate eight to five job which i think is really really cool and now she has this podcast sienna's been on youtube since she was 12 years old which is crazy so she grew up on youtube she has a super successful youtube channel and now she also has a blog and a podcast as well and now she's actually also going back to school and she's studying environmental science these girls are not ordinary they are really 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 cool and just honestly so inspiring i think so i'm so excited to have them on and to be talking about our best like productivity and motivating tips for you guys because you guys know that i love these types of episodes and of course before we start the podcast i'm going to do a review of the week and i actually didn't do a review of the week last time because i was doing a solo podcast and it was just structured a little differently but if you guys enjoyed the solo podcast let me know because i had a lot of fun recording it so i really want to know if you guys liked mm, the solo episode did you guys like the content let me know on instagram or you guys can join the private facebook page and then on the private facebook page you guys can let me know if you guys want more solo episodes and what you want them on but yeah i feel like the feedback overall was positive so if you guys want more definitely let me know and then the reviewer of the week this week is from a haynes 12 and she says listening to natalie's podcast is so refreshing it's so nice to see an influencer really diving into real world issues and including others in her interviews never a boring episode and i always looking forward to her pod thank you natalie 
thank you so much a haynes 12 <laughs> for writing that review i think it's so sweet and honestly i love that you guys are enjoying the interview style because i know i just said like if you guys want more solo podcasts let me know but this podcast is never not going to be interview style like maybe a few episodes here and there will be solo but overall i really do want the focus to be bringing on other people and sharing their stories because honestly you guys know a lot about me from my youtube from my website from my instagram like enough about me i need a platform to share other people's stories so i'm really excited that you guys like that and let's just jump into this episode i ramble too much i know that i've listened to your feedback i've made shorter intros so let's just get into the podcast and i'll stop talking (laughs) welcome to the real real podcast with natalie barbu instagram might be your highlight reel but we're here to talk about the real real hi sienna and emily thank you so much for coming on my podcast hi thanks for having us we're We're so so excited excited. (laughs) jinx (laughs) <laughs> this is my first time doing one with more than one other person. Oh, so, really? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I normally just interview one other person. So, this is my first time interviewing two people at once. Nice. Um, so, we're just going to start off with setting the record straight. So, this is where I address any stereotypes and assumptions, and you guys tell me if they're true or if they're false. Sounds good. The first one is coming up with podcast ideas is easy. False. I'm gonna go false on that. Okay. I kind of I'm kind of in the middle, so I'm gonna lean a little more towards true. Okay, go off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you think they're hard or easy? I guess both of you. Um, okay, for me, I think they're I don't think they're that hard. I think it's false because you always want to make sure you're putting out new and fresh content. You don't want to be repetitive and like you don't want to obviously like copy someone else so I feel like there's a lot of brainstorming that goes into it and I feel like that's the longest part of podcasting for me is trying to like figure out the episodes and write the outlines and that's my favorite part so I don't know yeah, what about you yeah. Emily? I say it's um it's so when I said true that means it's not hard right yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> um I feel like it's not just because I like podcasting a lot. I think that's kind of my area of expertise. And then also when it comes to topics, I think there's just so much like to talk about. And I think it also um, like depends on the specific person. So if like there's Mm -hmm. a specific topic that you want to talk about or I want to talk about, I feel like it like you can speak on your personal experience in so many different levels. So to me, that's why it's kind of easy because it can come from a personal experience Mm -hmm. that no one else can like repeat if that makes sense okay, bars maybe I changed my mind that was good <laughs> <laughs> no that's actually really good especially with you mm-hmm. guys having two people I feel like you have two totally separate life experiences so mm-hmm. you can pull from each of those definitely yeah and starting a bi- podcast is similar to starting a business I'm gonna go true on that yeah true, I 100% agree sure. I, I'd say yes <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah no I completely agree I feel like yeah. it's I mean, maybe a different type of business, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely, but it definitely still is like running your own business. Oh, for especially, sure. yeah, especially once it starts growing and stuff. I feel like you still have to deal with advertisers. Yeah. You have to post frequently, editing, producing it. I mean, if you book people, like if you have interviews or something, you have to schedule that. So I definitely think yeah. it is. I think everything in this kind of creative field that we do basically is a business because you're putting together all the logistics. You're also, you know, starring in it. You're editing it. I feel like the whole creative industry is very business model-like. So 
Oh, completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just think in general, um, when it comes to brainstorming the podcast itself and the preparation of getting it to launch and everything, like Sienna and I really split yeah. the the work in the beginning when we were, I mean, we still do now, but like, especially <laughs> in the beginning when I was doing all the logistics of finding the mm-hmm. distributor and like the channels and all that stuff. And I feel like it just takes a few months to prep yeah. if you want to like make sure you kind of launch a specific time. So mm-hmm. just like a business, it kind of goes by season. There's a usually a better season to launch uh, depending on what kind of business it is for sure no totally and starting something with your friend can be difficult i'm gonna go false on that okay. i th- i think because you and i are so like-minded mm-hmm. that it's super it's super easy for us but i think in a way it could be true depending on the person that you're starting a business with but i think if you find someone that's on your level and like works the same way as you it can be completely easy because for mm-hmm. you and me it's it works perfectly. Yeah. I will say I think this is true just because in most circumstances, I don't usually do mo- like a, a project or a business with a friend necessarily. Mm-hmm. I think for me and my personality just and in general for a business to be successful, I just think that people have to be understanding of not to mix personal life with yes. uh, like the professional aspect of it. And I think we do a really good job of that just because yeah. um, especially when we started this, I was still in college, I was finishing up my senior year. And so a lot of my personal life was kind of there. And then like this was just like we do podcasts, we do mm-hmm. creative work together. So I think we're, we were able to keep it separate. But yeah. if I were to say like just your true average, like best girlfriends did it, I think it, it can be difficult. And sometimes mm-hmm could hinder friendship depending on where it goes. So I think it does really depend on personality traits. No, completely. I think that having a friend that can keep it professional when it needs to be professional is probably the most important thing. Because yeah, I have seen friendships that have been ruined by going into business together. Mm -hmm. So that's always something I've feared, I guess. Um, I mean, I've never started a business with a friend, but if I did, that's something I would fear. But I think it all depends Mm -hmm. on the person. 100%. Yeah, definitely agree with that. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today as it should with Earnin. Earnin is an app that is changing the game when it comes to getting paid. Imagine having access to the money you've earned as you work, not just waiting for payday. With Earnin, you can access up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So think about it. The next time you're planning a special night out, you need a last minute gift for a loved one, or you face an unexpected expense, like maybe a trip to the vet. Earnin has you covered. For me, it's about having the flexibility to handle those surprise expenses that life throws my way. So whether it's unexpected bills or needing to cover rent when things are tight, Earnin gives me peace of mind knowing that I have access to my hard-earned cash when I need it most. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type Real Real under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show, so please don't forget that step. Real Real under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
Let's talk about styling hair because it is a whole production, especially when you are battling frizz. And take it from me, I live in Miami, Florida. It is about to be summer. I really know frizz, but honestly, I would rather be doing something else like booking a spontaneous vacation to St. Bart's or rewatching the Heirs tour for like the third time. You know, the important stuff. But who actually has time for frizz? Introducing Way's new anti-frizz cream. It is like a superhero for your hair. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. I actually brought it on a trip with me and my friend borrowed it and she purchased it right then and there because it was that good. So how does this fit into my hair routine? It is the best thing I could have done for my hair. I am all about saving time and the anti-frizz cream does just that. Plus the Sydney inspired North Bondi scent is so amazing. You can thank bergamot, Italian lemon violet and more. And as someone who is always concerned about heat damage because I definitely use a lot of heat on my hair, this anti-frizz cream provides heat protection, which is such a big relief. And my hair feels so much lighter and looks smoother after using it. Get busy being frizz free with Way's new anti-frizz cream. It's not just about taming frizz. It also provides heat protection up to 450 degrees, reduces inner pair split ends, quenches dry hair with intense hydration. And according to a consumer perception study, 90% of participants agreed that their hair looked less frizzy after using it. I can definitely contest that. And while you're at it, check out Way's other bestsellers like the leave-in conditioner, which I also use, detox shampoo, fragrances, hair oils, and hair gloss. They're all essential for achieving that salon-worthy look at home. So you can frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code RealReal for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code RealReal. I just wanted to take a quick break to thank TM Soft's White Noise Sleep Sounds for sponsoring today's episode. Are you having trouble sleeping, focusing, or relaxing? If the answer is yes, then TM Soft's White Noise Sleep Sounds podcast has got you covered. This hour-long podcast is made to help you get rid of distractions, reduce stress, relax, and get better sleep. You can listen to the sounds of nature, white noise, relaxing music, and so much more. You can check out the TM Soft's White Noise Sleep Sounds podcast on Spotify or wherever else you listen to your favorite podcasts. And the podcasting industry is very similar to the YouTube industry. I guess this is more for Sienna. (laughs) Let me think about this. I honestly think true on this because it's the same format of, you know, creating and brainstorming content, editing it, uploading it, and advertisers are kind of the same deal. So I feel like it's very similar in a way, but... I mean, there's obvious differences, but I think it's – if you do YouTube, you catch on to podcasts really easily because it's it kind of meshes, I think. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree. Which one do you like better, YouTube or podcasting? Oh, man. I, okay, so I love creativity and like, you know, uh, cinematography. So yeah, that's say, where like. that's where YouTube comes into my favorite. But I also love podcasting because I love looking ugly and like recording and just having <laughs> chatting. It's great. So – but I, I might go YouTube. Yeah, no, I would say you're you're definitely very fitting for YouTube. Um, I mean, you know this. Yeah, yeah, I do YouTube literally what I call for shits and giggles. I've been (laughs) saying this for so long. Like I just vlog for fun, but I could never see myself just doing all that because I think speaking and like I said, podcasting is more my expertise. Yeah, yeah. You're a fantastic speaker. (laughs) I'm more of like a creativity. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, so I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, that's why the podcast works for you guys because you guys have different strengths too, which is good. We can play off of each other. How about you? Which one do you like better? I think podcasting right now is more new. So it's a little more fun for me because I've been doing YouTube for so many years. So right now podcasting is like an exciting new thing. Um, And 
yeah, YouTube can get lonely. So I like that in my style of podcast, I interview someone else. So like you guys have each other. So that's nice. It's not like a lonely thing and you can bring on other people. But so I think I've enjoyed podcasting more this season, Mm -hmm. but after I start getting more used to it and stuff, I'm not sure because I still love YouTube. I like really, really, really love it. But right now I think podcasting is just newer. It's fun and new. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. So now tell us a little bit about yourselves, uh, like where you went to school, what you studied, where you're from, what you guys do. Just give the audience a little bit about you. Okay, cool. So I'll kick it off, I guess. Um, My (laughs) name is Emily Duong. Um, I just graduated from Chapman University in May of 2019. I studied communication and business. And I really had, or I really chose those majors because not only did I feel like it was really aligned with my interests, but I had a business background since high school. I grew up as a competitive figure skater. And from that, I decided I wanted to design my own dresses and later on, turned it into my own business, um, starting on eBay and then later on building my own e-commerce website and then now having store partners throughout the U.S. So that's kind of where I'm at in terms of my career. After I graduated, I decided to really hone down and focus on scaling my business, Elite Skatewear, and then of course doing this podcast, which I thoroughly enjoy. And I'm planning to definitely give 8 to 5 a try just because I think it's a really worthy experience to have after graduating and and with my degree. So I'm highly interested in going into sales, which I am uh, officially going into. I recently got a job offer. So um, that's amazing. Yeah. So that's exciting. So I definitely have a very entrepreneurial personality. I've always loved being in business and um, just being able to utilize that aspect of myself. So that's kind of where I'm at. Nice. You have the best pitch for yourself. I'm always like, damn, I got to like step it up. But basically, (laughs) I'm Sienna Mirabella. I am, my claim to fame is YouTube. I started that when I was, I want to say 12. I was an inexperienced, ugly little (laughs) child, little tween. And I was so young. I can't believe you were just 12 years old. I just was like, oh yeah, I can definitely do this. I know nothing about it, but it kind of took off from there. And that was my kind of segue into creative, into the creative field, which made me realize that I definitely don't want to work for someone, which is why I love that we started, me and Emily started this podcast. I recently launched a blog and, um, but I am going to go actually back to school. I didn't go to college fresh out of high school, but I did enroll now. So I'm going to get my environmental science degree, which amazing! I'm so excited for that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. What made you want to do environmental science? Because it's so different from YouTube, you know? So right? what? Yeah. So actually, I've, I have so many varied interests. And I originally wanted to do criminal law or criminal justice because I wanted to be an FBI agent. But then I thought, okay, realistically, I love the creative field. That might not be the move. So <laughs> I, I love science. So I thought, you know, environmental science is a good universal background or background degree to have because it's so important in today's day with, you know, climate change and all of that stuff. So I thought that that would be a good backup degree to have. And I would also be really interested in working in that field should I not be doing YouTube anymore, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so smart. That's also really mm. cool that, I mean, environmental science also, I feel like is only rising right now in yeah. the, in terms of like the job market and mm-hmm. I guess awareness of it too. Like nowadays, more people know exactly what it is. Yeah. And I guarantee there's 
probably so many jobs opening up. Right, yeah. So how did you two meet? Um, You go because okay. you reached out to me. <laughs> yeah, I did. Okay. So uh, just like to kind of like set the tone of like the story, I'm really the type of person that is not afraid to like reach out to people as Sienna really knows. Like I'd say a great example is I'm the type of person like if I see a guy I'm interested in <laughs> at the bar, I'll go up and like speak to him, yeah. right? So like kind of same thing when like I was going through a phase in college and I was trying to get out of my comfort zone and not just have my classic college friends, sorority friends, things like that. And I think I was following you for a bit and I was like mm-hmm. and I started to see a lot of like like-mindedness, like the books that we read and um just like you being an OC too. So I decided mm-hmm. to reach out. I was saying, "Hey, let's grab coffee." I kind of want to like, you know, I feel like pick, pick your, your brain. brain. Yeah. <laughs> this is our twins. Yeah. And so it was actually just about a year ago, literally. Yeah, it was so like last October. In yeah. October. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we decided to meet up for coffee and we just chat. And it was like really funny because Sienna just came back from Portland yeah. from your solo trip at the mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. And I was leaving for Portland on my first solo trip that same week. Yeah. And so it was kind of like ironic timing, but we basically just kind of met through Instagram. I reached mm-hmm. out and said, Hey, like, I'd love to chat. Like, I feel like we have a lot in common. Let's meet up. And that's kind of where it started. Yeah. And I'm normally not the type of person to like respond to that because I'm always like, Oh, like, is this like a creepy thing? Yeah, and like, I, think- I don't know. <laughs> but then I checked out your Instagram and I was like, this bitch looks so on my vibe like my mindset (laughs) so I'm so glad that I like connected with her Mm -hmm. and then I think like two months after our friendship we were like Mm -hmm. yo let's start a podcast yeah because we're super like-minded yeah it was it was pretty cool and I think to be honest too I don't think you respond to my first message like I had I I don't think so I actually commented on your post like and I was like hey I sent you a dm and you're like oh send it again so it was really funny but sometimes you gotta uh what's it like persistence yeah yeah go after I feel like that's a very common like theme under my personality like I go after That's so cool. Wait, so you guys had only known each other two months before starting the podcast? Yeah, basically. Yeah, from like last, so like two, three months Yeah, we yeah. decided in like January, like, mm-hmm. yo, we're like-minded. Let's start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. And I love how you just reached out and DM'd her because I feel like so many people are too scared to do that because they think right. like, oh, they're just not going to respond. But yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the worst that can happen is that they don't respond. Like, you yeah, might as well like, try. Yeah, there's no downside. Like, yeah. just don't get a response. Like, I am always the type to like – shoot my shot anyways yeah. and if I get no response then whatever so and I and I think like too a big important understanding of that is just like where the intention is like for me I was at a point in life where I was really just trying to expand my network and um just like I really live by the quote you sir you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with most so I was really just trying to improve that core five in a sense and like I've always talked about I'm always just very adamant about just adding people with similar values, similar viewpoints, and similar life visions. And so that's kind of where I was going about it when I reached out to Sienna. Nice. Love it. (laughs) No, that's awesome. Especially because I do feel like at our age, like in our early 20s, a lot of our friends are still either from high school or they're still from college. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. Like I still have so many friends from high school and college, but sometimes you're just friends with them out of convenience and you don't, you realize that you don't have much in common anymore. So I feel like now's the stage where we're kind of all having not identity crises, but like just like, okay, who are we? Who do we want to be? What's, what can we change in our lives? And I think that's like such a good thing to recognize. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I couldn't agree more with that. And now I have a question for Emily. So how old were you when you started your business? I think it's so cool what you do and how you found a market for that. So how old were you when you first started? 
Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, I was 16, I think maybe turning 17 at that point. And yeah, like I mentioned earlier, I just always kind of had a like a keen eye for business and entrepreneurship. And I think at the time when I started to realize people really liked my designs, like I wore my own designs at my competitions and people would ask me, oh, where did you get it? And I always never really knew what to say to just tell them like <laughs> I, I did it myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it looked... <laughs> It looked too, you know, I mean, it wasn't like handmade. I mean, I had like a manufacturer do it, but like I kind of put the vision together. And so once I started to see a common theme of interest, that's when I told my mom like, hey, you know, I think I want to try to like put a few designs together and like make an eBay store out of it. And then later on, I just kept expanding and that's where it is today. That's the definition of girl boss. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) That's so cool. And what was it like running that along with being a student? I guess you were even in high school at the time when you started mm-hmm. it. So high school to college and now this podcast, like how is it balancing it all? Yeah, honestly, I think having a business during from such a young age has allowed me to really understand time management. I think especially in high school, I, I kept it definitely quiet from my friends and just from people I know. I mean, my, some of my teachers knew, but it was something that I really managed on my own time. I mean, after school, in the evening, that kind of thing. And then as I went into college, it at first, I will admit, like my freshman year, I kind of got caught up in the college uh, experience, I'd say. But later on, uh, sophomore and junior year was when I started to build my own website and really like expanded to real e-commerce. And I think I just really learned how to balance school and the business because I saw it as a really good opportunity for myself to to like really just set myself up for just kind of selection after graduation in terms of do I want to do this business full time or do I want to do something else part time and my business full time, that kind of thing. So I think I just really made my own time for it. And I did sacrifice a little bit of, you know, the social life or maybe a little bit Mm -hmm. of those like Friday nights out, whereas I was staying home brainstorming or uh, putting new designs together, things like that. So it is a sacrifice. But um, aside from that, I think the overall theme is just time management. No, yeah, I completely agree. I feel like also since you started so young, it kind of grew up with you like you didn't know any differently, you know, because you were so young when you started. So I think that's actually really cool. It kind of worked to your advantage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think uh, just to add on to that, I think the a big thing I always advise to younger girls too is to definitely try to like work on whatever project it is that they have interest in at a younger age, especially in college, because I consider that like the free time where you don't have to worry about getting a full-time job yet. And I think you just have so much time in college to test the waters with a business idea or with whatever it is that you want to do so that by the time they graduate, they have a better opportunity to pick versus like the other way around, like the job picking them, if that makes sense. I completely agree with you. And also you have resources at school, like at a university, which Mm -hmm. can help you a lot. Exactly. And for Sienna, so how – you've been on YouTube for years now, since you were 12. So what have you noticed the biggest shift has been since you started from Um, when you were 12 years old to now on YouTube? Okay, so – how old am I now? 22 almost? How many? 21. 21. I'm like <laughs> like almost 90, I feel like. But I feel like the shift from YouTube, like you have to be able to adapt to the changes because YouTube is constantly 
there's new things that are trending. So I think that in order to stay afloat, you need to be able to adapt or die, as they say. And so I just started when I was 12, like with a passion for just film and stuff. And I think it's allowed me to kind of delve deeper into the film aspect of it, which is something that I'm so um, in love with. So like I found out about editing and like I just was able to learn so much throughout that career. And I think it gives you so many different opportunity paths like the podcast. You could start a store. And I just think that YouTube is like the perfect career. (laughs) And for me, I love it so much. No, I agree with you. I love YouTube and I love the platform it gives and just Mm -hmm. interacting with an audience. And I mean, YouTube, yeah, YouTube is constantly changing. Social media in general is constantly changing. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing you have to adapt always because if not, you're just going to fall behind. Exactly. And you also have a blog and now a podcast. So are you always looking, I guess, to expand your brand or is that intentional or is it just you want to start something so you kind of just start it or do you think about like your personal brand? Um, I always am looking for ways to expand my brand because I think that the biggest thing that you should do if you're in the creative field is diversify. So Mm -hmm. I want to expand my brand at different platforms and I've always loved writing. So that's why I went for the blog and podcast. As for the podcast, I love sharing like self-help and wellness tips. So I thought that that was another way to kind of give out more information to people and give different sides because YouTube can obviously be very like one subject. And so having multiple platforms gives me opportunities to share more of my opinions on a spectrum of things, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, completely. And also, I think it's important that you mention how you like writing. So you started a blog, you like sharing Mm -hmm. advice and tips. So you started a podcast. I feel like it's important to find the platform that works for you. Like Mm -hmm. some people just want to diversify and they go into literally everything that there is out there, but they're not doing them well because they don't even enjoy it. Yeah. So I think that's like really important for people is expanding is so smart, but only do it if you actually enjoy what you're Mm -hmm. expanding into. Yeah, I always believe in having a passion or a why for something because on the days that you're, you know, lazy or you just don't feel like doing anything, you're not going to be motivated to continue to push through because you don't have that passion for it since you're just doing it for maybe like money or just you want to diversify for the sake of diversifying. So I think that having a passion behind it is the number one thing. Yeah, I completely agree. And essentially, you guys did go into a business together. Like you said, podcasting is a business. So is this something that you guys have always wanted to do? Like both of you individually wanting to start a podcast or it just kind of happened when you met each other? I think both of us have had the idea of a podcast for so long. And for me, I'm a heavy procrastinator. So if it weren't for Emily coming to me and being like, yo, let's do a podcast, I wouldn't have held myself accountable. So I feel like we came together at the perfect time for that. Mm-hmm. And I will say too, I I honestly talked about like in my own head, I wrote it down. I think since like end of 2017, <laughs> I wanted to do a podcast for a long time, mm-hmm. mainly because like I said earlier, I think speaking is kind of like a field I want to go into, like being like a keynote speaker and, and that kind of thing. And podcasting is, is very aligned to that. Mm-hmm. So to me, I always wanted to, it was just about uh, finding the right time and uh, I guess right opportunity too, which I guess yeah, and turned, that door opens yeah. for us. Yeah. So it worked State, out, if you will. Yeah, no, that worked out perfectly for you guys. Mm-hmm. And when did you guys get the idea to start young and ambitious? Like, how did you guys hang out one day, just talk about it and start? Or I guess because 
Emily, did you roll it more into motion or how was like that initial beginning? Yeah, I I felt like this was I'm not gonna lie. I think it was at Earth Cafe in Laguna when yes, we, yes okay, do you yes. remember where I'm talking about? So yeah. I remember just sitting there and like I had it in the back of my mind for a long time. And I remember just come, we were eating and I just popped the idea to see and I was mm-hmm. like, hey, like did you ever think about doing a podcast? And I think that's when we kind of started to really talk about it. And mm-hmm. I told her, you know, how we both uh, come from a different angle, I'd say from our mm-hmm. point of perspective. But like you know, we both have a very, uh, I'd say like just we've done a lot on our own in terms of her experience with creative and, and YouTube and for me in business. And I found that we were a good niche and a good match to work together. And so I kind of uh-huh. threw it out there. It was over lunch. And then um, from and there, it kind of... We're heavy planners. So mm-hmm. as soon as we had that lunch, we put in our Google calendars. Mm-hmm. We like scheduled weekly meetings. And so we're very organized. So as soon as the idea came to you know the table at Earth, we decided to just throw together weekly meetings and I think it took us about a month before we launched uh was it a month well we launched it in in April April, so so I mean a couple months yeah it took us a month to kind of get the whole idea down on paper and really like the name and Mm -hmm. the whole theme of it but I think um we definitely did pre-record a few episodes prior to launching Mm -hmm. so um we just we had the idea when we were launching Mm -hmm. within a month yeah yeah Yeah, I love asking people, like, when did that idea spark? Like, do you remember the exact moment? So I think that's really cool. And how did you guys come up with the name? Oh, we actually sat on that for so long because we wanted something pertaining to, like, a girl boss, but that's a bit overdone. So we just thought – I think it was funny. I think what happened was I was describing the type of girl that would be listening. And I was like, you know, like, they're going to be young and ambitious. And then suddenly – And I'm like, wait. And then, like, yeah. I was like, two (laughs) seconds later, I was like, wait, what do you think about young and ambitious? Is that too overdone? And then we, like – that's bars. Yeah. (laughs) And so we kind of just, like, played around with it and kind of, like, toyed with the name and Mm -hmm. got, like, out side uh, perspective and I think we just ended up it just it fit us so yeah I love the name of it and I love your cover art too so clean font is great (laughs) (laughs) we we love font so like that was a big thing Mm -hmm. what are the challenges that you guys have for going into a podcast together have you experienced any difficulties or challenges I feel like if any challenges come about, I think it's just about, at least for two people, I think sometimes it can be about timing, being able to really coordinate with both of our busy schedules. And so, um, I mean, especially at the time when we started, I was still finishing up my last semester of college. So 18 credits. And I was taking 18 credits. So um, again, time management was always something I was really, and I am really good at. So I think that worked out. But just, Mm -hmm. I think if anything, the challenging part of starting a podcast can just be just getting your foot in the door and really just like going out at it Mm -hmm. because I think an easy like I think had we not both pushed ourselves to just really be like we stuck to that date that April date we're like okay it's happening and we almost didn't I was like no we're doing it no we have to just let's push through it yeah Yeah. so I think sometimes like it's just when you have your eye on the ball but then you lose sight of it I think that can be the challenge but I think coming back to your vision is is mm-hmm. to kind of overcome that obstacle. Yeah, and I think communication is the biggest thing in working with someone else because 
we're very, both of us are really blunt. So we're able to tell each other, yo, I hate that idea or this is brilliant. And so I feel like we work well together. And I think the big thing you need to have with a partner in this kind of a field is communication and having, you know, Emily as my podcast co-host is accountability. And so we stick to deadlines because, you know, we have someone else waiting. Like I have Emily on Mm -hmm. like waiting on this date to do this. So like Mm -hmm. you can't slip behind. So I think it's really, I mean, I don't think that's a challenge. I think that's a benefit, but Mm -hmm. it's just, you hold me very accountable and I love that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel like I was just thinking in my head, like all of these things are challenges, but they can also be benefits too, because then you have that person to motivate you. You have that person to keep you accountable. So it can be hard at first, but in the long run, I think it's actually like really beneficial. Yeah, definitely. And what are tips that you have for being productive and juggling multiple responsibilities? Because I feel like both of you guys do that so well. Thank you. Oh my God, I'm flattered. Okay. (laughs) My biggest thing is time blocking in your Google calendar because without that, I would die. But basically what I like to do is um, at the beginning or no, Fridays, I like to just take my top priorities. So I have like my my work and just all of my top five priorities, I think. And I plug them into my calendar right away. And then within – you can see within your calendar when you have that white free space and that is when I put in like extra projects I want to work on, errands. And so I think that time management is really about just having a good system. And if you treat everything in your Google Calendar like an appointment, you're going to be a lot better prepared to, you know, stick to the ball. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I think that's super good. I think for me, when it comes to maintaining productivity and just being able to keep it consistent each day, I have just really honed down on consistency. So for example, I always feel extra productive when I do fit a workout in and I do prioritize that in the morning. So I consistently, it's, it's just like going to class. Like it's consistent. You know, you you have class Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So you just go, like you don't think about it anymore. And so for me, I have trained my way of thinking and my approach to really not have to think about doing things Mm -hmm. that are a priority. And so that's how I've maintained productivity over time uh, with my top priorities. And then also just the general day, whether it's work or whether um, I'm like going to a store for like my business work, things like that. I think that's just consistency for me is like the biggest theme. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could not agree more with both of you because I am one of those people that I have a morning routine. I have to stick to it. That's like my only constant throughout the day. So working out is a consistency for me. And if I don't, it's kind of like my whole day is a little thrown off. So I, yeah, no, I completely agree with that. But like I use my Google calendar like for everything. (laughs) I use it for getting ready in the morning, like the night before I'll plan out my entire day. And yeah, you treat each time as an appointment, which I think is so Mm -hmm. important. And my actually last week's episode for me, for my podcast, I did a solo episode and it was talking about productivity. And like my biggest tip is just creating a system where it is in your calendar, like whether it's on paper, whether it's Google calendar, whatever it is, you just Mm -hmm. need a system to like write everything down to, cause that can also keep you accountable. And I listened to that episode and I loved it. I listened to it, I think, yesterday. So yeah. Oh, thanks. Productivity. So I'm like, hell yeah, she did a solo episode about productivity. I'm there. Yes, thank you. Yeah, that's like my biggest tip is for everyone needs Google Calendar. (laughs) And what are some tips that you guys have for someone who wants to start a podcast? So let's say they don't necessarily have, I guess, a YouTube channel already and they just Uh want their podcast to be the main platform. What tips do you guys have? I would say that you really want to in like 
you want to find your what is the word niche niche I can't even pronounce that but you want to I never know how to pronounce it I can never pronounce it but you want to find what you're passionate about that you can see yourself talking about in the long term like because I think that you don't go into a project thinking oh I'm gonna do this for six months it's a long-term thing so you have to know what you're passionate about and along with that is the only real thing that you need that's a quality investment is a microphone. So I think it's not too expensive for people to get started, but I think that the quality is one of the most important things if you want to set yourself apart. So getting that uh, microphone is like top first thing I recommend. I think yeah. for for me, from my perspective, I think it's really important to to try to build an audience outside of the podcast already. So whatever niche it is that you do have, try to be – so like even if it's not YouTube, I obviously mm-hmm. didn't have a YouTube platform, but like my Instagram platform mm-hmm. and other – like my blog as well, I've always talked about business and I've always talked about mm-hmm. mindset and essentially self-help. So that was already a common theme and what, I, what mm-hmm. people already knew me for. And so when it came to the podcast, like that already resonated and aligned mm-hmm. with them. So I think that's huge – to have a topic that people can resonate with you and see you as already. Yeah. And um, and also just something that's valuable and not just what everyone is talking about. Yeah. I think everyone has their own personal experience, like I spoke about earlier, that they can bring to the table that no one can repeat or talk about. So mm-hmm. uh, even for me, just how my business, it was about figure skating and designing and how I did it since high school. I think that was a different experience that I want to utilize to help younger girls not sell their self, like sell themselves short in trying to do something like that for themselves. Mm-hmm. I also think going along with that though, building your brand is good. So if you want to start a podcast, like you said, you didn't have a YouTube, but you had the Instagram and the blog, I think that just getting yourself out there on social media so that people can find you kind of on any platform is a really good way to like kind of, yeah, boost your podcast and help it go farther. Oh, 100%. I think that's huge. I think having an Instagram, having a Twitter, whatever it is that works for you, you don't, Mm -hmm. you might not need to have them all, but just having something else to diversify and to also cross promote. Because if someone finds you on Instagram, then they can find your podcast. Or if someone finds your Mm -hmm. podcast, then they can find your Instagram. So I definitely think that that's uh, a huge thing. And also podcasting, I don't know about you guys, but for me, I don't understand really like the algorithm behind it. Like I don't know how people. Yeah, I'm I do not know how people find new podcasts besides mm-hmm. word of mouth on like other platforms. Same. I only get my podcast recommendations from Emily and like mm-hmm. other people that I see because I have no idea how to search for podcasts. So, yeah, it's hard. I feel like that's one thing that Apple Podcasts or Spotify should do better at is like yeah. promoting suggested ones because I know that each uh, show has like suggested or similar podcasts but yeah. it's very few like there's not a lot yeah. of them so I feel like it should kind of become more like a YouTube where you get oh, recommended definitely. like episodes or things like that I feel like that's one thing in the next few years they should work on yeah um you should send a letter to Apple Podcasts because that sounds good <laughs> I should yeah <laughs> I should let them know <laughs> get a contact from Apple. Yeah, because it's hard to find other podcasts. Like I feel like if I didn't have my social media platforms, it'd be hard to get the word out for exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. And that's not to discourage anyone from starting a podcast. I know it sounds like it, but it's just to encourage you to cross promote. <laughs> yeah, cross promote is the best thing you could do. Yeah. And what are both of your best pieces of advice ever given? Does not have to be about business or podcasting, mm-hmm. just in life. I always like asking my guests this question. I love Maybe this, this is a little piece. 
Okay. I got to think about this. Um, I feel like my general biggest advice to anyone, especially our generation and the younger uh, females, I'd say if there's something you want in life, just go after it and, and like go after it with conviction. I feel like that's a big theme I've always done, honestly, even with people as well. Like I said earlier, that's how I met Sienna. I reached out to her and I took initiative and I think the narrative for females as we're growing into the new year and as the culture and society is changing, I think females are being more empowered to go after what they want and be the CEO of the company and et cetera. So that's for me, a it's a great position to be in as well. And I think it's great to continue to utilize that platform and to continue to build on it and whatever it is that you want in life whether it's even if it's a guy even if it's like (laughs) meeting a new friend or whatever it is just go after it and don't take no for an answer because that's how a lot of my opportunities came about I didn't wait for the opportunity I created it myself so that is my two cents see I want to go along with that and I think that my biggest thing is it sounds pretty annoying but be selfish in life because you're only here for one lifetime and if you're doing things to make other people happy you're just going to drain your own energy and so I think saying yes to more opportunities that maybe scare you or like risks that you think might turn out bad like just go for any opportunity you can that will you know benefit you you always create memories so I'm always a big believer in like saying yes to things and like that was all over the fucking map but like I don't know what I was going for with that but I guess that's what I went with. (laughs) No, I love both of those. Those are so true because, I mean, I am a huge believer in making the opportunities that you want, creating them, going after them. And also it is – when it comes down to it, it is being a little selfish because Mm -hmm. you might not have time for other people as much. You might be focusing more on yourself than you would putting energy into something else, you know? So Mm -hmm. I definitely think that being selfish and just going after what you want – is definitely good advice, especially for girls in their 20s or in their late teens or teens, you know, just be making that opportunity for yourself and making it happen. And just to quickly add on to that, too, I think just like you mentioned, um, like being selfish about it, the way I see it, too, is I don't want to look back five or 10 years from now and live with regret and wish I had, you know, done it or put more, um, you know, effort into it. So I think that's something I lived with for a lot of my like looking back now, I knew I could have tried harder in my figure skating career, I could have been competing for Team USA internationally. And I knew that I gave that up um, because I definitely didn't sacrifice as much as my competitors editors did. And so now where I am at now in terms of business and where I'm setting myself up for five years from now, that's kind of how I look at it. And I, I take a lot from Gary Vaynerchuk, for example. Oh, he yeah. talks a lot yeah. about just not looking back with regret because, for example, I I don't necessarily – like I could take a risk and just go full in on my business or, I mean, I already am, but, for example, just not take on like a full-time job yet. And um, what he says about that, which I agree with, is, you know, my degree is always there. Like if shit hits the fan, as they say, <laughs> like then I can – I always have my degree to fall back on so that I will never – lose that. So I think that's something I take to heart as well as when I'm 30. I don't want to look back and be like, wow, I wish I tried harder when I was 22, 23, uh-huh. 24. And so I think that's a big thing I live with as well. I love yeah, that. I love that. I feel like so many times it's just getting over the mindset hump, like getting over, yeah. oh no, I'm too scared. I don't have enough skill to do this. I'm scared of what other people are going to think of me. Other people are going to yeah. make fun of me or I don't know if I'll succeed in this. You know, I feel like that mindset block is honestly the biggest thing sometimes. Yeah. I think you have to just 
live by fear. If it scares you, Mm -hmm. I think you should do it. Yeah, completely. I love that advice. Well, thank you guys both so much for being on my podcast. I have loved this conversation. I feel like it was so motivating. And you guys both have a podcast together, obviously. So anything you guys want to plug or shout out? Um, okay, so let me do me first. We have a lot of social medias. Okay, so for <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Sienna underscore Mirabella. And then YouTube, you just pop in Sienna Mirabella and you'll you'll find it, but that's me. (laughs) Yeah. And for me, I'm just on Instagram at Emily E. Duong. Duong is spelled D-U-O-N-G. And then our Young and Ambitious podcast, Mm -hmm. um, that's the podcast. And then our Instagram is just at (laughs) young.ambitious.podcast, which is also, it's in our bios as well. So you just go to our personal accounts, you'll find it somewhere. Amazing. I'm also going to have everything in the show notes so you guys can just easily click on it and go there. But thank you, Sienna and Emily, so much for being on the podcast. It's been so much fun having you. Thank you so much for having us. We love (laughs) chatting with you. Yay. And also, I have an episode on your podcast. I forgot to mention that. So if you're listening, go listen to our episode. That is it for the podcast. Let me know if you guys enjoyed this episode. I had so much fun recording it. Sienna and Emily are two amazing girls and you guys need to listen to the Young and Ambitious podcast. You guys can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. And also be sure to tell me if you guys came from there. So whether you're joining the private Facebook page, the Instagram, anything of the Real Real podcast, let me know if you guys came from their episode. But yeah, if you guys are listening to this episode on Monday, my episode is going up on Tuesday on the young and ambitious podcast so be sure to listen to that tomorrow if you guys are listening to this monday if you guys are listening to this past monday then you're good just search it thank you guys again so much for listening be sure to follow them and all of that stuff and i can't wait until next week with another episode of the real real podcast Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room Podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the Mom Room Podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood. Hey, my name is Lovon Roomf and I've been working my ass off as a celebrity stylist by day and a podcast host by night. At the Low Life Podcast, it's all about keeping it real. We're talking fashion, beauty, to religion, sex, drugs, mental health. I mean, there's no topic off limits here. And vulnerability is mandatory. You can find my podcast, The Low Life, that's L-O, no W, everywhere and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. New episodes are out every Thursday. We'll see you then.